podcast i am steve i am brandon and brandon how's it going dude good man today is 11 11 did you know that it's well, veterans not, day not today but like the day that this episode comes out it's 11 11 day look at Make us a wish yeah we both get a day off that is true i have a day off brandon we yeah. are we are in the midst of thanksgiving we are man we are a concept think- that we stole we stole 100 percent and so we've, we've mentioned almost every podcast, a concept that we stole. Yeah, for sure. And we felt that it was only necessary, Steve, to invite both of the originators onto the show. For both separate, of the for people separate, that actually had the original content. Yes. Except when we go on TikTok and we steal their content Correct. and we don't give them credit because that's what we do. Well, you know, whatever. It's TikTok, though. It doesn't matter. This is it actually does. real life. I know these people. That's true. Yeah. I've seen and, them I'm, and I'm afraid of both of them. Just a little I, 100%. bit. 100%. Yeah, more so this one than the other one. One hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent sure I can outrun that. Yeah, and I kind of want to just cuddle with him. That's true. I mean, I miss that guy. It's been a while. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, we're not talking about him. I know. We'll talk to him in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. But Brandon, who are we talking to today, dude? Yeah, guys. So I, I'm, I met our guest. A while back when she was a, a a one half of another episode podcast. They have since been on hiatus um, for a while. But uh, guys, we brought on Mandy Elaine, who came back, who Q is coming back. Another gap. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm not even drunk. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, let me start a over. Protein shake, so we're good. Right. No. So, um. They had this idea way back when that in the month of November, they always talked about Tom Hanks movies. Their podcast was always about reviewing and talking about movies. And in November, they always did Happy Thanksgiving. And when they kind of went on hiatus, I'm like, Steve, we got to take this concept that they started with the movies and do it with the music. Put the notes. And I said, and I said, well, should we ask them first? And you're like, no, we'll just ask it to be on. Yeah, like, exactly. That, so then we send them a message and we say, hey, guys, we're going to do this. Yeah, we know it's your idea. Um, yeah. But you're the first two we're asking who wants to be on this. You get to pick the movies you want. Yeah. And yeah, it worked and, out. Yeah. And both of you hit on exactly which movie you wanted from the get go. And exactly so, which ones we thought you would probably pick, too. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Former podcaster and America's lunch lady. <laughs> guys welcome to the podcast mandy elaine mandy thanks for coming back and hanging oh, out. oh thank America you so much for sleep. having me oh my god and goodness. i do not mind at all that you're carrying on the thanksgiving tradition i think it's great i think it's wonderful it's like super honestly like this makes it all worthwhile since we're not doing our own Thanksgiving this year. So that's there we awesome. go. for sure. For sure. Carrying the, the tribute on. We got this. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So Mandy, we gave you a list of movies that we were, that we're, we're doing this month. And we said, mm-hmm. pick one, which one do you want to do? So Mandy, which movie slash soundtrack are we talking about? Today we are talking about the soundtrack to the original toy story movie. 
Oh my gosh. Which oh. is pretty much just Randy Newman, unless you're heading into some kind of score, which was yeah. also great. Was also Randy Newman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's 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 like 98% Randy Newman with a little bit of Lyle Lovett mixed in. God, yeah, I love it. But if you listen to the I feel like if you listen to the score, it doesn't sound like Toy Story. Like Right. <laughs> I, I, I talk about that a little bit in my in my in my review. So yeah, one hundred percent. There's sure. there's just some there's some weirdness to it. So guys, <laughs> I did my background on Toy Story. There's oh, a lot if you didn't know yep. about this movie. I bet it's, it was kind of a big deal. Um, so it's a Pixar animated animated film released November twenty second, nineteen ninety five. I was um, five. It can be found on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Of all Wait, things, did either of you see it in the theater? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yep. That's I, awesome. I was, I was in middle school, so I saw it. I saw it in the theater. Uh, and so you're my... older. You're older than Adam or than Brandon. Then yes, yes, I am older. You two, I'm older than you Brandon. two are about the same age. Oh, okay. Was yeah, eighty four. So I was eighty four. Yeah, eighty three. So and yeah, I'm... we were a little older. Yeah. But yeah, so we all saw it in the theater. That's awesome. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was so... I think it was one of my f- first movies in the theater. That makes oh, sense. That's that was because so I was five. Because I was five. So yeah. yeah, we've taken our three year old to the movies. Uh, which actually did actually okay. Um, what we saw, I can't remember what we saw. Oh no, we saw Minions, the new Minions flick. Oh, yes. cool. he uh, Rise that. of Gru. He loved it. Good. And he it, sat through the whole he thing. Sat through the whole thing. He had popcorn and snacks and candy, and I, I fed him with food, and that kept him locked in. But I mean, yeah, hey, yeah, it was an hour and a half, and he sat through the whole thing. That is impressive. It didn't Good get up for you. Once. I know, right? I was surprised. I was just like, well, we went to the cheap theater, and we'll just try it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 you're okay. So Disney Plus is where you can find this one. If you didn't know, it's a Disney flick, so you can find just about everything there. Uh, It is actually the very first Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. It was Pixar's first feature feature length movie. They'd done some short parts. And actually, if if you remember going to the theater, the intro to the movie had the old man playing chess. Do you remember Mm -hmm. that? Oh yeah. And I remember watching it and being so enamored with that whole thing because it, it seemed so real. Like yes. and everything seemed so real. It oh, was yes. incredible. Yeah. It was a it was the the kind of groundbreaking on the Pixar animation strategy, which was originally done by Steve Jobs, and then he sold it and then Pixar took it over and did his own thing. But um it was uh eighty one minutes long, so just over an hour. Mm-hmm. Not quite an hour and a half, but uh, directed by John Lasseter. It was his directorial debut before he went on to direct A Bug's Life, mm-hmm. Cars, Toy Story 2, and Cars 2. Nice. Um, then he went on to be the chief creative director for Pixar before moving to Skydance. So uh, he was the chief creative officer or creative director for Pixar for about 15 years. Um, he got the big, yeah. big job. Yeah. Toy Story 2, I remember watching that in a theater, I think, four times. If you guys listen to another episode podcast, you know that I would go to movies multiple times. Mm-hmm. And Toy Story 2 was one that I remember going to over and over and over again. So, yeah. So good. I had friends that worked at the theater, so I got to just, like, zip in. <laughs> we would go and just Look hang out. You. 
Oh, I would go to the Thursday night releases or like the Thursday night releases before it oh, all came yeah. out too. So they would do the, yeah. the, the staff parties yeah. that usually were full of booze and everything else. Yeah. Look nice. at you. I know, right? They would they Fancy. would call me like, hey, you want to go see a flick? I'm like, what is it? That doesn't matter. It's Thursday. Let's go to the movies. So yeah, it was free. We got just paid for, we paid for our concessions and then brought whatever we wanted to add to those concessions. I um, feel like this is like my new job. Like screw lunch lady. I am going to become. Yeah, why not? Like, I think that would be amazing. They, Especially being I mean, the person that like puts the the movie like to for the screen. I mean, it's probably a lot digital, like a lot digitally now. Yeah, push now a, they, you just they press push a button. Push buttons. Yeah. yeah, it comes on little files. It's not like the big like the reels, reels of <laughs> film. I remember the reels. The reels were right? fun. Uh, so now the screenplay. <laughs> Holy crap! The screenplay for this man. It was written by Joss Joss Whedon. Yeah, of course. Buffy, Star Wars, Firefly. Yeah. Uh, I had to mix in Firefly. I'd get in there. Uh, Andrew Love Stanton, Firefly. who did A Bug's Life and Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Joel Cohen, who did Money Talks and Cheaper by the Dozen with his writing partner, who was Alex Sokolow. Mm. The amount of people that wrote this movie, it, no, no wonder it's as good as it is because <laughs> it was there. Yeah. Um, the film does feature some actors that we all know. Uh, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, no. Coming off his Home Alone stuff in there. Or Home Improvement. I don't know, Home Improvement. Yeah, Home like, Improvement. Came, and Santa Claus. Don't forget, Santa Claus, holidays Santa are coming Claus. up. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus yeah. yes, but he was like, he's also a very crass comedian. He's like the Bob Saget, and then he's doing like sitcoms and like kids' movies. It's weird. Um, Jim Varney, so Ernest. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Don yeah. Rickles. Dude's oh. been, he's been around for 90 years, and he's still alive. Don Rickles is still alive. Crotchety old man. He is <laughs> uh, John John Ratzenberger, who has been in every single every Pixar single flick. single Pixar movie. I had to every mention Ratzenberger because he's in he's every so amazing. Every I love one. him. I'm sorry. I know I'm talking over you. Oh, no, you're fine. I love I love him. My husband's favorite show is Cheers, and he yep. is incredible. Yeah, he's Cliff from Cheers. If you guys don't know who Ratzenberger is, Cliff and Cheers. If you don't know what Cheers is. Check out Woody Harrelson and Ted Danza and go. That's actually that that show actually does hold up most most part. I will say that. Definitely. For 80s sitcom, 80s, early 90s, that that show holds up. Oh Um, so Woody and seeing Woody Young is weird. I just it is, but it's fun. (laughs) And then my last one for actors that you guys may know is R. Lee Ermey. Uh he was in Full Metal Jacket and Toy Story. Yes. Those, the only thing the movies have in common plays, is that guy. He plays like the general. He plays the like, general oh, for the for the, yeah. for the soldiers. Yeah. It's a ama- yeah. it's an ama- there was an amazing casting, but also you got this guy that's from Full Metal Jacket. That show me your war face. Now he's in a kids movie. Like come yeah. on, now. like I love yeah, this. Yeah, he's not saying he's not saying your days of finger banging Mary and Jane Rotten Crotch <laughs> through pretty pink panties are over. <laughs> I really wish that. Would, I, really, I mean, part of me wishes that, that Toy was, Story that was a whole scene. different name. Part yeah. of me wishes that was a deleted scene that they he's just like not, snuck he, that one in there. He's not going through and saying like all these racial slurs and then saying like you're uh, you're all equally worthless, you know, like right. that's not happening. I, could, I really yeah. want to see a scene of him, the, the this toy soldier, like going to Buzz and show me your war face. I want to see him going to Woody and being like, "How tall are you? I didn't know they stack shit that high." <laughs> Yes, that's what I want to see. The Full Metal Jacket Toy Story crossover. We need to make this needs to happen now. I like and, it. And he he died, so it, it, it probably could happen. They got his voice. They can make happen. it. Anything. Yeah, exactly. They can make him say anything. Him and Ernest. What the fuck? <laughs> Go for it. Right now, the the critics of this one. I do look at critics on this, and they 
as much as they, they loved it. They praised it for the voice cast, the effects, the cleanliness, and the crispness of the animation. We talked about a little bit of the animation Definitely. already. Yeah. And how I mean, just... especially for the time. Like, yeah. if you go back and watch it, it's not like kids are, aren't that impressed because they've been exposed to so many different things since right. then. But yeah. when it I'm going to go through out... and play like X Men 92. Like, you watch this and then watch that. <laughs> Yeah. This like is for, the shit we are watching. Gargoyles. You watch the Gargoyles and Beast Wars, and then you watch that shit. Right. You know, and for us, we're, we're, we're used to the whole two-dimensional, you know, cartoon Disney exactly. movies. And, now, and then this comes along, and we're like, I could oh. imagine this being a real-life thing. Yes. And at my And at my age, as like a five-year-old, I legitimately, and I had a buzz. I had a Woody. Let's, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did. At five? impressive I know, you. yeah i know look at me over at you guys over. way to go um, yeah i'm no. sorry is there an explicit warning oh there, there's or? always an explicit always okay. there's always, always explicit on but our episode. especially when you have me on right but i opened oh. the door to that one so i i had that one coming brandon's so. saying at five you had a buzz and a woody i took it as a drop right there we got this absolutely one. that's, that's good a good go. one that's a good one a drop. but <laughs> as i was getting to my innocent self i would put my toys away and then, you know, I would close my door, but then I would stay there for a quick second and then like quickly open it back up to see once if they were moving and walking. Oh, that's adorable. And they, and they weren't. And they so. weren't. <laughs> no. Well, no, they weren't supposed to they be. They weren't supposed were to be. It's, they it's knew like what they you were knew, doing. They had, they they had knew a spotter. I was there. I know. Crazy. They had a spotter. Right. Just trying to keep you off the, off the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I do have to say, like, we watch, we watch Toy Story a lot. I have a seven-year-old daughter Mm -hmm. and Toy Story was like one of the first movies she was introduced to. And since we have, there's so many of them, like we watch them kind of on rotation and (laughs) the first Toy Story is a lot of, and since this is Thanksgiving, I thought I would mention like once you as an adult or start watching it, it's a lot of tom hanks yelling it is just if you if you focus on his character it's just a lot of yelling it it, It it's just tom and i picture him in a microphone just yelling and once you get to like the other toy stories like he's not yelling as much which i actually prefer but in this one it's just him yelling and it's almost it's like a turn hooch like reboot kind of in my mind you know of him just like you are a toy you know kind of things so it's it's really if you watch the toys movies from one to four now who knows how many we're gonna get but from one to four if you watch them um it's like this this was like the 12 steps of like the toys so like his like yeah he was completely and utterly like at his lowest of lows and having the complete mental breakdown in one yeah. and as an adult who's like kind of experienced a little bit of that i'm like and then by four he's just like f it i'm i'm out he's I totally mellow he's just yeah. like let's yeah. go let's go out. like it's run with the guys I, I got this little kid i'm hanging out with a damn fork who doesn't know what the hell's going on whatever we'll just yeah. roll it roll with it and like and then it but it's funny in this one because he is so frantic and so like neurotic and buzz is just like mm-hmm. what's up <laughs> yeah how's it going like right. he just and there are other toys are just like it's it, like if you look at it from and it, there actually has been studies in this movie of like the psychological breakdowns of all mm-hmm. the characters yeah. and how they've like 
can like portray to actual adult like to adult feelings definitely or like inside out was like the best movie to like explain to kids like how feelings work Mm-hmm. I think if you look at a lot of Pixar movies, not just this one, but a lot of them, and as yeah. a watcher, it's like later on as an adult, and you're like, mm-hmm. I've been there. What the shit? Yes. The shit, Pixar. Yeah. Like, it, it's not like watching Shrek as, as an adult, and you're like, yeah, those jokes still hold up. Yeah. Like, those jokes are still <laughs> yeah. fun. Like, right. there's still fun jokes in there, but the like the amount of emotion they were able to weave into these characters and as kids, we had no freaking clue. We're just like, Tom, you know, what he's mad. He wouldn't yeah. know why he's mad. He's just crazy. But we're now we're like, man, I understand why he's crazy. Like, yeah. Shit. He, yeah. Well, and like the amount of emotion and things like the jealousy and like the getting replaced and all that stuff. It is, I mean, that is like a tough concept. You know, the facial expressions, the facial, the facial expressions they were able to get into there and like mm-hmm. the stuff they were able to do to like really show that like mm-hmm. the hurt, the loss, the despair and like all of that. You could and like well, and what it drove him to, too. Also, like mm-hmm. he became a different Malicious. person. He he tried to push Buzz out the window, you know, like, right. he, like. No, it, it's something you'd see on like if you're looking at like the 10 worst people of you know the united states like they'd yeah. be like number 10 we have woody he's woody. trying to shove buzz out of the right. window you know? yeah oh i love it yeah you're not wrong it's it he is he's a jerk for that now the soundtrack guys was 16 tracks 52 minutes long Composed and conducted all by Mr. Randy Newman. Did it all by himself. Yeah. Um, all songs performed by Randy, except for you got a friend of me featuring Lyle Lovett. Was it a bonus track? Not sure why, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. I um, know I will anyway. So um, and by the way, I've been singing this shit in my like everyone at my work today was like, I hate you because I have had <laughs> Well, I've had both. You've got a friend of me, and also strange things are happening to me in my head, and yeah. I've been singing them at work, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, shut up! This is so <laughs> stuck in my head." I'm and like, it's, it's been stuck in my head for two weeks. Well, now you got to watch the movies. Like, come on, guys, watch the movie. Now you got to watch it. Right. Figure it out. But so there's now because we can't do one of our games because it's really hard to do the lyrics game. This one would have been a little easier, but there's only a couple of songs, actual yeah. songs on here, but. Can't do Shatner's game, so I'm gonna do another one. Um, you pick our top three. I, I picked the top three streaming tracks from this album. You can kind of give me one, and I'll let you know if it's on the list or not. These ones should be relatively easy. You've got a friend in me. That's number one. Two hundred twenty-four <laughs> million streams. And then oh, strange man. things. Hit. Strange, strange things is number two. Thirteen point five million. I mean, can there actually be? Another one? No, there's one more. The is third the, one is that the is it the Randy Newman Lyle Love It duet? No, hell no. I was gonna that say sucks. better not be. It's actually, I'll tell you guys, it's I will go sailing no more. Six point nine million streams really? for that one. It's the third one. Yeah, mm. the other Probably ones are because they were wanting to listen to the soundtrack and they just happened to listen to the third. Three. 
yeah. something or Spotify keeps mixing it into something else they checked out before. <laughs> like, get, get in there, get that one. Right. No, I'm I'm there. So that's yeah, those three. You got a friend of me was 224.3 million. Strange Things 13.5, and I'll go saying no more was 6.9. Uh, we will get into what Rotten Tomatoes thinks about the movie here shortly uh, later on, but I wanted to bring that up. It's a, it's a pretty this the soundtrack is, is streamed a lot, and this is just Spotify numbers. So those aren't just yeah. not, not anywhere yeah. else, just Spotify. Um, so let's get into our favorites here, guys. Now, Mandy, we're going to start with you. What was your favorite track from the soundtrack? Um, well, I would have to say after listening to it without the movie, mm-hmm. strange things is probably a like one of my more like better than you've got a friend of me only because I feel like it can apply to so many situations, not just like, Hey, you've got a friend of me, but like, strange things are happening to me like my friends aren't paying attention to me like there's like no one respects me like this is not great like i feel like that could be applied to a lot of different situations not just toy story yeah well and especially in the in the where you work (laughs) like Working as a lunch lady in a school. Oh, no. Everyone respects the lunch lady. Well, no, I'm just saying the kids, like, everything is strange. Like, it's all that, strange. Yeah. Like, this whole song was, strange like, was written. things are happening. Yeah, right? Yeah. On? Every day something <laughs> weird has happened. So it's right. like, yeah. No, well, the kids love the lunch lady. We're by far the our fa- the favorite of everyone. But, yeah. At least they know better because you control their food. So you better. I mean, better. word. Water right. up yeah. the lunch ladies, guys. <laughs> right. You guys have kids. Make sure they tell them to make friends with the lunch lady. Buy them a Christmas present. Screw the teachers. Heck yeah. We love the teachers too, but lunch ladies deserve the respect. That is 100% accurate. My wife did that love job it. for a while, so I understand. Yeah. Brandon, what about you? Oh, man. So I will get back to strange things in my, if for, I, I'm going to talk about that one later. Right. Uh, I actually picked Woody and Buzz as my favorite track just keeps going on with you there just keeps going uh this is the track where if you're following along in the movie mm-hmm. they are on their way to pizza planet and making their yes. way to pizza planet so the orchestration on this track is perfect for the situation that we are seeing playing out on the screen but the thing that i found with this movie and some other movies that we'll talk about later in the month um the music does isn't the forefront of what is going on. It's there to just be the filler. It's there to kind of help boost what we're watching. And this track is definitely a perfect example of that because it blends into what's happening. And honestly, like I didn't even know what this music sounded like until it was just the music and not the movie. So that one for me, the orchestration was just really good. So Woody and okay. Buzz. Did you guys feel like as you listened to it and went through it all, like all of a sudden it turned into a Christmas movie? Yes. Sometimes. I absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so glad you did because I was worried I was going to be the only one. And no. I was like listening to it and with like, and it wasn't even, there wasn't like jingle bells or anything like that, but I felt like as I'm listening to it, like all of a sudden I got transported into like a Christmas wonderland. Yeah. 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 Newman, Newman definitely did some like really light and airy stuff with this one. And I mean, mixed a little bit of the, of the deeper tones in, but it was like his instrumentals were very Very, light and airy. uh, Yeah. But I'm wondering because 
of the concept of the movie. He just did what he did. And it's the movie is very bright for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very is very they, they it's put bright the shine except in until it. you get to Sid's house. Yeah. Well, hey, that's still necessarily still bright in a way. Um, they, yeah. they, they put the shine on, they put the Dahmer shine on that a little bit and they got it taken care of, yeah. but Disney was, Disney was doing their very best to make this one like as polished as possible. So they were going to have anything yeah. be really off the way on it. Right. And I mean, just Randy Newman. So for sure. Well, Steve, what about you, man? What was your favorite track? I agree with Mandy. Strange things, uh, was my favorites. Uh, so the three songs that are sung on this is Randy Newman and Fuller with help. Um, this one kind of sums up like my life for the most part. Like it's like (laughs) it's it was listening to it and I was I kind of was like, well, shit. Like what the hell, man? Like I don't I don't need this. Like I pay for therapy. I don't I don't need this. This is free. What are you doing here? It's like Randy Newman's living in my head. It's not a place (laughs) I want him to be at all. Right. It was like when you listen out of context of the movie. Like, and I listened to it two ways. And when you listen to it out of context, it's like, no one's respecting me. Like, no one is appreciating me. You know, I'm all alone. Strange things are happening. Honestly, like, this could be parenting. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. this is what, like, every parent should listen yes. to. Yes. What the, it was, like, it was like kicking the pants. You're like, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. can we get, let's get back to the fun stuff. And it's like track two. So you're yeah. like. Like if you have if you have not watched the movie and just listened to the soundtrack, you're like, "Well, let's take a turn to her turn." What the hell happened? Right. Like, what the shit is going on here? We got you got a friend of me to strange things. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Right. This is a kids it movie. It happened very quick. Yeah. This is a kids movie. What the hell, guys? Yeah. So, um, that was mine. I I love that. I as a standalone track, I really think it is the, the gem of the album, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's one of those ones that just shines above everything else. Is you don't if you. You are the friend of me. It's it's the love because it's like, it's the trademark song of Pixar. Does, but do either of you feel like when you listen to this? Okay, I always think of two other things. I always think of um, Major League okay. because he was the recording on. Major <laughs> yes, he League. was. Yeah. Yes, he was. And I also think of Monk, the show Monk. Oh, Monk. Okay. I don't know if you guys watch Monk, but he mm-hmm. he was like the theme to the show. I did watch so, a little okay. bit of Monk, yes. I thought of Family Guy. Family oh. Guy made fun of him quite yes. frequently. Oh my god, yes. There's, All there's of the a Family few, Guy scenarios, that was so great. There's a few times they go after Randy Newman and they get him pretty good. It's just like, I've, I've, every time I listen to his voice, I'm like, oh, Family, like, family Guy, Seth MacFarlane ruined him for me. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. can't do it, can't, can't do it. I just couldn't. But So it's time, guys, to play... I don't know what we can call this game, Steve. Oh, Brandon was five years old and had a buzz and a woody. Oh, Wang. man, guys. It's time for the word association name game. Wang, let's play Wang. Let's play Wang. Word association name game. Wang, word association name game. Wang, Wang, Wang. All right, guys. So yeah. I picked two. Oh, boy. Which I both think are pretty funny, but they're relatively easy because this wasn't really hard. Um, all right, first one: uh, Will, Mike, Hopper, Dustin, Eleven, Stranger Things. 
Strange things. Yeah, strange things. Good strange jam. things. Oh, yeah. okay. Good job. All right. My second one. I was pretty proud of this one because I, I made myself laugh quite frequently even reading it right now. I'm going to guess. Can I guess without you giving the clue? You can. Woody's gone? <laughs> no, that would have oh. been a good one, too. <laughs> anyway, all right. What's no, your clue? no, that was a good one. Woo. Oh, I can think of like three for that one right now. They're they're all they're all dirty as hell. Um, no. Uh, my second one is um also available on AdamandEve.com. The big one. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh uh, man. Infinity Ambiant. <laughs> nope. This is why I put this one. This is great. Buzz. Mutants. <laughs> Soldier's Mission. It probably is a name of one of them on there. I'm sure. Buzz, just you've got Buzz. a you've got a friend in me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only if it's like cuckold. Like there's a difference. Like it's... that's the only fa- that's the only fans version of this, dude. Yeah. Right. Um, no, yeah. it's Woody and Buzz. Uh, Woody and Buzz. <laughs> okay. Woody and Buzz. Wow, that took a turn. It took a turn. <laughs> that was the you've got that was the best. Oh, you got a friend of me was woo. I was wasn't old. thinking anything dirty. I was thinking like biblically, like I mean, God I'm took a rib a pretty from good Adam for and... this part of the game. I, I'm guessing Adam like, and really Eve. Sad. Brandon AdamandEve.com. Oh, different kind of. Are they sponsoring you? Do you yeah. guys have a sponsor yet? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's a good idea. Adamandeve.com. <laughs> oh I can sell dicks. Let's go. Oh my god. What you know what we should do, Steve? We should stream on OnlyFans our podcast. Just like this. Like nothing else. Just stream this. Apparently, big dudes with beards are trending, so we got this. Yeah, and and like straight lunch ladies that look like they're lesbians. <laughs> hey. There's probably a market. Don't sell a, yourself short. I'm saying say, right now, right? There's a market for every fucking thing. Look, yeah. at my spa- <laughs> look at my spatula and my tongs. <laughs> Get the hairnet out and just go for it. Just Absol- take the hairnet off. Absolutely. Girl, yeah, you know uh, it. Oh, man. I mean, hey, you, you make you make that money. Let's go. Absolutely. There's no shame on this. No, no shame on this podcast. You do you. Well, <laughs> there's a little bit of shame, Steve, and we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> and it's our least favorite tracks. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna so, happen. So let's let's talk about it. I'll start because I'm, I'm pretty sure get it out of the same, way. so it works out. It is uh, you've got a friend in me, specifically the duet between Randy Newman and Lyle Lovett. Because why the hell would you put these two to duet together? Are you embracing your normal Woody and going the Hanks version and just start yelling at me? Pretty much. All right, Honestly, I'm your buzz. So like you hear this song and you know Toy Story. This is Toy Story. Toy Story. Yep. Toy Story. Story. Toy Story. You've got a friend of me. First note, you got it. Yes. This version, I do not like. They take mm-hmm. the tempo down about 10 or 20 clicks. It's just too slow. Um, also, as I continue watching this movie over and over and over as a parent, like this song in general is a little bit annoying for me yes. because of how overplayed it is. Um, yes. But specifically for the duet track, their voices just didn't, mesh it didn't work well together it was like oil and water i just i couldn't i just couldn't get behind it it was a filler track to be like hey look at these two let's do it something different 
but for me, I was I did not like it. And I'm gonna go next. This is not the same one. Okay. Because, and I'll just say two things. They are. It, it, I'm pretty sure it's the same voice, but it's a little more country twang. It's country. Randy Newman is all it is. Right. But in '95, was was Lyle Lovett really a big thing at that point? No. no. I mean, he was in that. Like he was in a Shania Twain video, wasn't he? Probably. Mm, I, right I know he was married time. to Julia Roberts, like back in the '80s. Yeah. yeah. I mean. First of all, dude is not a sex symbol. He looks like Ernest. With a name like Lyle, though. Oh, I guess. Studly like Nothing Lyle. like sud- studly like Lyle Love It. Lyle And, Lovett. I mean, he wasn't... They could have done... If they wanted to do it, pick some someone that sounded... Pick Luther Vandross. That would have been freaking amazing. <laughs> Let's go. Well, like, get somebody with a completely different sound to go with Randy Newman. Or because... even, like, the actress who played, like, Bo Peep. You get a female vocalist to do the male female different dynamic to it. Mrs. Potato Head. She right. wasn't in this movie yet, but I know. <laughs> Not in this one. She wasn't in this one yet. She wasn't in this one yet. Yeah. You got a friend in me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit, bring Ratzenberger, bring Ratzenberger back. Just let Ratzenberger go for it. Let him do right. his thing. I'm cool with that. Yeah, right. So yeah, I was the same way, man. I didn't like it. I felt it was un- it was unnecessary. It was just a- it was a filler track to like try to sell some records, but yep. I don't know, man. I don't. I didn't buy this one as a kid. I didn't buy right. the the soundtrack for for this one. Um, so, yeah, yeah what for was me, least- I-, I listened to it on my Alexa, and legit everything that was after Randy Newman like singing i was like alexa skip song oh yeah. um, i, I listened to it for a minute and i was like oh what part of the movie is this and then i was like alexa skip song alexa skip song <laughs> like there i i was like why did i agree to this podcast because legit i said toy story one and there were like two songs i knew and then the rest was a score which i love i do sure I love instrumental scores and I listen to them and I think they're amazing. But again, as I was listening to them, I, the further along I got, the less I felt like I was listening to toy story. And I felt like I was listening to the fucking like, you know, like the nutcracker. Like I felt like it became a very much a Christmas. Like it was just ding, 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 ding. But there was also, I'm not going to lie, like through it all. And I'm going to be horrible at this podcast, but there were some like very scary moments. I was like, Ooh, I'm trying to remember what happened there. Like, okay. Like that got me. Like I get it. Yeah. But you know, like I I like songs. (laughs) I like, like songs that have voices and lyrics. Yep. And I chose, I chose this. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, yeah, Toy Story. Like, I totally want to do that. And I think it was because maybe like the other two movies that you offered, like, I didn't think had, like, I was like, I don't know what they have in there. But I was like, oh, I know Toy Story that has Randy Newman. We love him. And we yeah. do. Like, we love Monk. We love, like, show people, you know, like, we yeah. love all that shit in this house. But yeah, honestly, like, really, like, I wouldn't just listen to the instrumental parts of this movie for funsies. So no, I I feel like I'm with you. The instrumental has to be 
has to have some direct tie-in with the movie to see it. Yes. Like if you're watching it and you hear the instrumentals, you're like, yeah, well, it's leading, it's adding to Make, it. It, it doesn't perfect sense. It doesn't. Right. There's, um, it doesn't really pick a lot of it off there. I did pick one, um, for my deep cut, but it was because of because of how it, it reminded me of the scene exactly. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep. okay, yep, that got me. But before we get into that, guys, we're gonna talk about Rotten Tomatoes a little bit. All righty. What do you guys think the critics gave this one percentage wise? Well, first of all, obviously, is it certified fresh? Yes, 100% okay. certified fresh. Not yes. 100%, but it's certified fresh. Okay. So what do you think the critics gave this one for Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to say 93%. Yeah, I would say 90 at least. Well, you're, you're both you both undersold it. Critics gave it 100%. Whoa! What? Critics gave it 100%. Now, audience score was 92 Okay. Okay. So audience score, which you guys are both in, you didn't, yeah. and it has it has over two hundred and fifty thousand reviews because people still review it for some reason. Yeah. Um, because it's like I am. It's 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 like going 20, to uh, almost thirty years later, people are yeah, still still reviewing. check this one out today. Yeah. Check this one out. I checked out Toy Story, guys. Oh, uh, I mean, spoiler alert. Kids. This class. Yeah. They're like, yeah, this is great for kids. This is so good. I'm like, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like 30 years ago. Thanks. No, no spoilers, guys, but. Yeah. <laughs> There's a talking dog slinky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as like scores go, because we're talking about like, you know, mm-hmm. the actual soundtrack, like, I wouldn't rate this with like Braveheart. Or, no. you know, anything that's, like, super mm-hmm. amazing. But it is, it is good. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose specifically to listen to the score of this movie. Which, if you listen to the soundtrack, it's basically the score. Mm-hmm. You get through, like, two Randy Newman songs and then you're, you're dealing with the score. And you have to real. and I've seen this movie a lot. Probably sure. at least 30 times. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time figuring out what part you i was at like listening to the score of the movie however it is enjoyable like the the amount of and actually listening to this movie made me realize how they sync the the musicians and the music to the movie is so incredibly impressive and i think that that had a lot to do with how impressive the movie was and yes. you don't realize it when you're listening to just the score right so 100 percent agree Absolutely. yeah it's it's one of those things where you get a movie that has a really good score like where one we're doing later this month where i will throw it out there we're doing saving private ryan mm-hmm. and it, it that one is all instrumental yep but it's worth it it's amazing mm-hmm. The score is made. I was actually listening to it with my kid in the house the other day. He was like, Dad, what is this from? And I was like, Saving Private Ryan. He goes, Let me watch this yet. I was like, Nope, we're going to watch it soon, though. Yeah. And he's 14 now, so I'll probably let him watch it. So I'm like, like Check it out. And I think he'll he'll get a kick out of it and enjoy it. But um, I'm with you now. Now, for my deep cut, though, I did pick one of the score tracks. I'm trying to push myself. Um, and it actually, I did right here first. Yes, I picked an instrumental track, Brandon. Oh, good. Dirk. Yep. And I just said jerk. Okay. Um, I'm I'm really trying to push myself to pick more instrumental tracks if I can. If there's something that really piques my interest here. The one I picked was Mutants. Okay. And the reason I yeah. picked it is because this is one of it's really funny. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yes. Like I love when Woody kind of gets thrown into Sid's menagerie. 
And then all of a sudden, a these word, crazy. Steve. I know, right? I'm like express. I'm having been drinking, so we're good. I can actually yeah. use the big <laughs> words. Just say menagerie. <laughs> menagerie. Uh, so he can. He kind of. He kind of experiences all of the depravity of what Sid has to offer. Um, and there's a lot there. Um, there's a lot you, going you on. You even posted something recently on Facebook from our podcast about the, the hooker. fish hook with legs, the hooker, the hooker, the, the fishing. The fishing, the fishing hooker. With the, the legs. Yeah. The, it was a hooker. Yeah. Like I never realized this was actually this was actually a hooker. That's yeah. amazing. That so fun. like just that's there now. The the music for me, like I listened to it before I even knew what the track was. I was like, wait a minute, this is when he's at Sid's house because it's like it gets dark. dark. The only time, yes. like there's only a briefly where it gets dark. Other tracks. This is the only time it's like dark throughout and like. How it starts off with that air of like trepidation and like not really knowing what the hell's going on and things are kind of moving and then it gets like deep and dark and then like goes frenzied and you really kind of get all of Woody's emotions through the music. This is one of the only tracks that I really felt that really was that heightened emotional sense, like where you could actually feel the not just his character acting because a lot of it with with this scene with with Tom, he didn't. There wasn't a lot of it was a lot of him yelling and like, yeah, ah, it, was lot, like it was a lot of reacting to the things to that what he was, he was seeing, seeing or Sid's room. Yeah. So you but it wasn't, that, you needed that musical. Yeah. Build the suspense. point in the movie where you needed more of the music because the, the, the dialogue in the whatever wasn't there. So you, yes. And I mean, I, and I think that music can make a huge impact Yes. on how scary a scene is actually i think it all comes down to the music mostly 100 yep. and really i mean in the grand scheme of things this scene really didn't mean much to the movie it kind of showed woody a little bit of how like life could be is, isn't as bad as he thought it was going to be but it really didn't give a whole lot to the movie per se like sid was like a side arc it was like a, it was like a side story that you go and there's a side quest but yeah. it really didn't add much to it it just was kind of a thing like woody got his come up, come up with a little bit like realized he was going to be some somebody's plaything, and really like parts of him and like having play thing. a plaything. Yeah, there we go. real plaything. There I we mean, go, Brandon. <laughs> Got it. I mean, most Woody's are playthings, but in this case, yeah, You're it was like a, a not good plaything. Not good. Yeah. No, not, good. not a good plaything at all. Yeah, it's a bad Woody. Um, bad so Woody. bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Bad Woody. I almost made the beat the bad Woody joke, but there's not. Yeah, I tell you. Okay. So, um, I just I liked this this instrumental piece. It was probably yeah. I agree with Mandy as one of the only ones that I was just like gave me that like other sense of listening to having the the music bring you back to the scene. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. this one doesn't have a lot of that. It brings you back to it. Like this song did actually this music did actually bring me back to that scene. So that's why I picked it. It's like my deep it. cut. So what about you, Mandy? What was your deep cut? It's hard to one. say um, because they all I listened to them and they all kind of blended together yes. so I have a hard time like I have a hard time picking out which one and I listen to them kind of in order mm-hmm. so I can't honestly say I have a deep cut of what it was but I, there were times when I was like this sounds scary like this and and again, like I said, like listening to all of this, it almost gave me like, okay, do you remember when you were little and you, you listened to Peter in the Woods? Like, and it was like, 
like a certain thing had like a noise and like and so i i was trying to in my mind like try to figure out like what sound was which character um i don't know i i i feel like i can't give a good answer because i listened to them in a row and it didn't come up one individual thing so yeah so i'm i might have to pass i guess on that's this. okay that's, that's totally, totally fine okay. it happens yeah sorry no no what about what about you brandon did you have one i did and i picked your guys's favorite i picked strange things um because most people are used to hearing this song when you're watching the movie this is when the the strange thing happening is when Andy's room is transforming from the cowboy Woody to the buzz in the space. You've got there's like a uh, a rock and a funk groove to this musically mixed with a brass section that really kind of brightens this track. Um, and I I kind of just that's what I like to do with deep cuts is just point out like little things where it's like as you're watching the movie you see the room transform but you're so enamored by what Woody is seeing through his eyes with the transformation that yeah once you pull again just like in my Woody and Buzz for my favorite like once you strip the movie back and you just get the music like you hear things that are that you're like oh I didn't know that was there and for me it was the mix of that rock and that funk and that brass section that was kind of in there that kind of brightened it up. So for me, strange things was, was my favorite. Yeah. Let's get into, our, ahead, final thought. Yeah, let's get into our final thoughts on this one. Um, and then give an arbitrary rating from one to 10. Um, so I'll go first. Okay. This movie and this franchise is definitely in the top, like five for me, top five, top 10. Um, the stories are always pretty good. Um, and in one way or another, when one way or another, have a great message to them. Uh, specifically, this soundtrack, though, this is an album where you can kind of tend to understand what's going on if you know the movie a little bit. I will say that a lot of the middle tracks where it is just orchestration, it does bleed together, like Mandy said, and it's hard to really pinpoint what's happening because you still think you're listening to, you know one one track but then all of a sudden you look back and you're like well shit now i'm two tracks down it's like how'd we get there like what in the world but um yeah so if you know the track or you know the movie you'll kind of understand this and if you don't if you've never seen this movie i don't know where you've been but um i do like the overall orchestrally this is a good fairly decent album um but you'd be missing the context if all you heard was this album specifically for this album though i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten that's what i'm gonna do andy how about you um well i think that if you were rating this on how bad songs can get stuck in your fucking head yeah this would be a 10 out of 10 because i have been singing strange things and you've got a friend in me all day (laughs) um i think it's very uplifting like i honestly i played it in the shower i'm a very big shower inspiration song person like i play walking on sunshine and i the tiger and moni moni like i play the i play all those kind of songs Mm -hmm. and i think that this like the first couple songs of this for sure are like very 
like let's get our day started like this is very sweet the instrumental i think is great um as someone that has seen toy story a lot i i had a hard time um associating it with the actual movie which is surprising because i can listen to scores of movies and know the exact part and the exact time that things are happening and as i was mm-hmm. listening to the score of this movie i literally like pictured the nutcracker from christmas like yeah but it was still uplifting it was still it made me feel good um so i would say this album if you're not looking for like any kind of lyrical things um i would say like seven out of ten the or I, th- I thought the orchestral stuff was great. And it, if anything, it made me realize the amount of talent it takes to make each part of an instrumental portion of a score match up with a cartoon. And nice. I don't know why it seems more difficult to match up with a cartoon than a real movie. But for some reason, to me, it did. Like, what are these people? There's they're, they're playing these instruments or this person is making this song are they looking at a cartoon are they looking at you know it's different when you're looking at someone like charging a battlefield but when you're looking at it like you know oh buzz is hanging from a bumper you know like how do you how do we make this like for kids to like feel like yeah and i i think they did a really good job so like i don't know like seven out of ten maybe or ten like eight out of ten i don't know i'm bad at this oh it's okay there's no wrong answer here no now for me, the movie is wholeheartedly a classic, and I think to be a classic movie, you have to have a soundtrack that's on point. Um, it has to, because like Mandy and we've alluded to throughout this whole thing, is it said that without good music, you don't have a good movie. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's we've we've seen great movies that should be great, the music just sucks, and you're like, oh, feel anything about that? Like you have to bring in all of the senses really to bring in a good a good you know, experience here. Um, now, with the mix of instrumental and lyrical songs on here, I feel like you get a well-rounded album that delivers all you can ask for from the first full-length animated movie from a studio. There's This is kind of the basement level. They've built from here. I'm really happy that Pixar made the determination to not just stick with the one composer, one artist method. Yes. And that other, a lot of their other stuff have mixed in different artists even toy stories mixed in different um artists and they've kind of brought in different minds to really build a soundtrack because what they did here was kind of the old hollywood way of building a score a soundtrack you just do one dude or maybe a maybe a duo that are kind of together and they just run the whole thing Mm -hmm. well it it could show in the in the mid 90s that we were past that already we didn't need that anymore um you know and now that we look back onto it with the vast array of music that we've gotten from movies and musicians thus, you know, since then to now we're like, why I love it. Really? That's all you could do. Like, that's it. Uh, yeah. And like, all they could what else do. you got? And it's right. all they could do. It's, it's all, it, they were new or new. They couldn't afford a whole lot. You know, the Steve Jobs already, left them. The, the budget was already going to all the cast yeah. members. All the cast members oh, and all yeah. the animation. So I'm actually hoping the cast members didn't take a whole lot off the back, off the, off the front end, and got paid more on the back end of this. And they were just like, "We'll take the bet on this one," because they're all big names except for a couple ass- of them. I would assume they probably did. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, as a Disney fan, I'm a big Disney fan. I love Disney. The the Pixar like Toy Story area at Hollywood Studios and Disney. 
worth the price of a mission. Now, now Hollywood Studios is amazing by itself. It's got the Star Wars area. It's got it's got the Pixar area. It's got you know Tower of Terror and everything else that's there too. But the Toy Story Land at at Disney is amazing. It's so fun. And there's so many fun things you can do there. Um, they've really leaned into it pretty hard. Um, it's 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 worth it. If you haven't been there yet, go check it out. I know it's super effing expensive, but if you're a Disney fan, go check that out. Um, stay, do the whole day, do everything that's there. It's Hollywood Studios is fun because you can do it all in one day. Like you can do that whole park in one day. Nice. Um, I that was one of my favorite things. My wife and I, my wife and I, brought the kids down. We didn't even go to Magic Kingdom. We went to Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. I was like, we're gonna do these ones, and that's it. Like, I don't, we don't need to do Magic Kingdom again. We've done that one already. It's princesses anyway. At the time, I didn't have a little girl, so it didn't matter. Right. You know, now I've got a little girl, so now fuck. you gotta do the princesses, Steve. Oh, dude, I, I'm <laughs> already saving. The, I've the already polish and the dude, makeup. I and know. The, I can. I can rock. Put your beard in a pony. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Get the chalk paint. Let's go. We got this. As long as it washes out, I'm good. Heck yeah. I say get her into Harry Potter and then take her to Orlando. That's all you gotta do. We already got season passes for that place, so I'm cool with there. So I will do that too. Yeah. And <laughs> and they're building up Nintendo World soon. So okay. I am uh, mm. Nintendo, How to Train Your Dragon, and potentially Fantastic Beasts. Done. I don't even care. Yeah, I'm definitely. gonna spend a lot of money, a lot of money at Universal more than I already do. Um, but we will make the Disney trip because girls, yeah. damn princesses. Um, but you know she will love Harry Potter as well. I'm I'm sure of it. If not, she'll like Jurassic Park like her brothers do or everything else. That, you know, yeah, has. for sure. Heck yeah. Whatever. She's she's already a little velociraptor running around damn kids anyway. Um, <laughs> but for me, I'm with Mandy on it though. The instrumentals left a little bit to be desired. The lack of diversity within the artist range left little to be desired randy newman's great like i said seth MacFarlane ruined him for me so i can't listen to him without <laughs> without listening to him like narrating peter griffin's life which is again right? a very very yes. very funny episode if you haven't seen that that clip check it out on youtube um and i'm, I'm pretty sure randy newman actually did his voice for that too I'm sure it he was actually did it was definitely himself. him like 100 percent he actually was in on the joke and did it himself, so it's even better. Um, I went with a six out of ten, so we're kind of all in the right in the same area. I went a little lower yeah. than you guys, but it just it was good. It did bring the nostalgia figure back. It got a nostalgia bump, but it didn't get there. I wish it had more to it. I kind of yeah. wanted more. But as you got further on Sorry, in the series, I, I, I dropped my uh ring light. Oh, you're oh, good. You're fine. Now there's like this weird like glow. <laughs> yeah. I look like <laughs> You got a collar. Like to put makeup I look like I have something. a white collar. <laughs> You've yeah. got a collar on. It's great. Brandon, do you have anything you want to share for our fans? Uh, nope, guys. Fan. Just, yeah, guys, <laughs> just uh, uh, go uh, have, find us on Facebook and Instagram, Notes with Ghost Podcast. You can find the podcast on TikTok at Notes with Ghost Pod. Uh, we duet and do all sorts of things crazy over there um so yeah. many dumb things so many dumb things but uh keep following us guys through the month of november as we continue to talk about more uh tom hanks movies and soundtracks and then steve after november we're doing something again for the third year in a row because we're so incredibly crazy and i think the schedule is actually locked in now isn't it 
Uh, there's two more, as I, if I remember, unless you did some today. I so have not added anything else I today. Added one today. I added one today, so I think there are two still vacancies that we need to fill, but they'll get there as we hear. Anyways, guys, we're heading into the third annual, third annual because we're crazy, uh, 12 Pods of Christmas. That's right. We do 12 Christmas episodes the month of December, and uh, all Christmas albums, all very different genres and artists so mm-hmm. come back and join us for 12 episodes for that we've got a lot going on but it's fun these next two months november and december are just crazy for us steve it's nuts i'm only laughing because you know pentatonic put out another christmas album right pentatonic uh, put out another one they sure did i mean of course they did they're amazing every single year <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, Mandy, do you have anything publicly? Are you doing comedy or anything going on? Um, no, I am okay. not publicly doing anything, but I Privately, have... she does comedy every day. <laughs> right. Exactly. I make those ladies at work laugh their asses off. There you go. Um, <laughs> but I do want people to support local comedy. Um, there is a lot, if you're in the Portage area, um, my best friend in the world, and is hosting a show at Lodo's um, Lowdown Comedy in Portage. Um, if you get a chance to head that way, but just in general, if you go to, um, like you know, if you look up on Facebook, like Michigan Comedy or something. Sorry, there's my cat right there. So, yeah, good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just go out. It, it and the weather's getting bad. Go listen to local comedy, have some laughs, and have a good time, and just support all that. So Absolutely. yeah, one hundred percent. And that's one thing too that uh, we we say we say it a little bit here, and we've said it a lot more recently. Is that since the pandemic, we've we I think that Michigan comedy has really come back with a with a vengeance. Definitely, um, just all mm-hmm. over all over the state, especially West Michigan. Yeah, down Kalamazoo, Portage. Um, I know that Hastings is coming back with some more. Yes. Um, and then obviously up in Grand Rapids and Muskegon areas, those guys are are all doing. Some yeah, check out Wally's comedy. It's it is classy. It is a classy joint at yeah. Wally's. And my ex host, my ex co host, yeah, is the one the one that's bringing comedy back there. So that would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Steve, do you have anything you want to promote? I do not. I oh. uh, I don't think we've got anything else that you've already mentioned. I think I think we're good. So, guys, yeah. Mandy, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Yeah, thank you thanks for having me. This Absol- was so fun. Absolutely. And uh, guys, this has been the Notes Magoats podcast for eleven eleven, and we talked about Toy Story. Go check out the movie. Check out the soundtrack. Honestly, go check out the soundtrack just to see what's what you think. Do you agree with the things that we talked about? Do you not? Let us know. Yeah, it's all good. So, uh. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, I'm Brandon. I'm Steve. And apparently I need to go to bed. Notes, the goats. Notes, the goats. <laughs>